Hi, my beautiful people. This is Femi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. We are on day three of our meditation, our um, fast, our spiritual alignment, our preparation for the new moon in Leo, as well as the 8-8 portal that will be opening up astrologically. And I just feel energetically, there's just a lot of energy that is supporting massive change, massive um, shifts and massive, massive opportunities for growth, healing, recovery, abundance, just everything that you can desire and, and feel that you deserve is within your reach. And so it was laid on my spirit to do this particular um, fast and meditation for you guys. If you want to hear more about what it all will entail or what some of it will entail, um, because it is depending on you, basically it is, um, what, you know, you need to distance yourself from for seven days, what you are needing to prepare yourself for what you are standing in alignment with. These are things that are very personal. So if you're wanting just more information about what I would, what it entails as far as type of foods I'm not eating, what type of things I'm separating from, then you will listen to the episodes prior to this one, which will also be Saturday's episodes. You can listen to Sundays. Any episode that you feel drawn to will help you. But Saturday, I spoke about it. Sunday's episode, I spoke about it. And also yesterday's episode um, was talking about it as well. So the episodes this week, it seems as though I am recording more this week because it's on my spirit to do so, but also because um, in preparation for this, as we are engaging in this and we're dealing with this, it feels like everybody's dealing with a multitude of different emotions and different things that are being purged out and different things that are being shifted from. And sometimes people need daily reminders of where they are in the journey and sometimes daily reminders or daily things that are said help stimulate a different part of their inner being that could bring clarity to something that they're already dealing with. So regardless to why, regardless to how, I'm glad that you all are here and we will continue on this um, very, very significant journey. This week is beautiful for detoxing your body, the making space in all areas of your life. Okay. So that's with your health. That's with your mind. That's with your spirit. That's with your homes. That's with everything. Just cleaning up, clearing out, decluttering and removing so that you can make room. That is what this is all about. Okay. Um, so we are on day three. And as this energy is starting to really, really get really very, uh, vibrant, there are some things that will help you guys as navigating through. You guys are loving the um, <laughs> additions to what to study, what to research, what to look up. And so I'm happy to help, you know, in any way that I possibly can. So I do have four crystal recommendations for today for you guys. If you are interested in crystals, if you're not, you don't have to be, you can just look up what they do, what the energy is supportive and sometimes reading more about something will bring you more clarity about what it is that you're needing confirmation on. So 
use it for whatever it is that you are needing it to be used for but for those of you who actually have crystals you love crystals you like the um, idea of what they do crystals then this is for you I speak about that also on the episode on Sunday when I speak about understanding what crystals are for, what you would use them for, and to be very, very, very cautious where you purchase them from. Um, One of the safer ways is just to research the crystal itself and just to kind of look up what the properties are and what it means and where it originates from, all of these different things. And that would help you to gain more understanding of the energetic influence that it actually supports as well without purchasing them. Because again, some of these crystals are super, super, super expensive. And um, there are a lot of dupes out there. Like some people, I mean, just you just want to be careful that what you're spending your money on is actually authentic but also if you don't have to spend the money to purchase it and you're able to tap into it any other way then I would highly suggest do that because as we shift as we change different crystals support different things and different just different things that are tools sometimes you just there are seasons where I pick up certain type of sage and then there are seasons I don't there are seasons I only use Palo Santo and then there are seasons I don't and it just depends on what I'm feeling what I am intuitively intuitively guided to sometimes I'm all about the candles and sometimes I'm not like it just depends so whatever works for you however this is just to help you in incorporating something into the further research and the grounding and also to help you to focus on what it is is needing to be focused on opposed to the distractions in the world. Because the, the key to quote unquote manifestation, y'all know from Saturday's episode, quote unquote, because that their air quote is because manifestation, that word has been diluted to really diluted. OK, but anyway, um, I digress manifestation the key to it is actually being present being in a space of where it is here operating as if it is here moving your life in accordance to it being already here that is how you receive what it is you're desiring and wanting and asking for okay you must do the work of course we know but the first um the first crystal that i would suggest i told you guys on sunday that the colors for this week seemed very much so not rainbowish, but very much so like the aqua, the turquoise, the plum color, maybe a little burgundy, some red, uh, blue, um, just very uh, tropical type of. Um, and I'm guessing because it's Leo season, but this is just the energy of the crystals. And it's so funny because the crystals that I am having in mind to share with you guys I'm not even anticipating the color of them until I'm about to record and then I'm seeing the color of them match with this theme that I'm not even consciously trying to keep up with. Okay, so those could be some colors that you're drawn to. Those could be your favorite colors. Those could be some colors that you just feel that you are connected to whatever reason. Um, They may mean something to you and bring a certain vibration. This particular crystal is the Labrador, the Labradorite. I'm sorry. Um, The Labradorite, again, is a very beautiful, beautiful crystal. It's very pretty. It it looks like it's, you know, it's just beautiful. It rules the root chakra and the root chakra is foundation. It's your base. It's your uh, moral code. It's everything that keeps you grounded. Right. This signifies a lot of changes. This particular crystal 
helps you as you navigate through the tides and the changes and the waves of what is inevitable. You are upon a massive shift, right? But this also is a reminder that if this particular crystal reaches to you, it just it just is a reminder and a confirmation that you're on the right path of the changes that are on the inevitable trajectory. So regardless, this is not a bad thing. This signifies a massive change taking place, something that you have probably been working for for a long time. Even if you haven't been working towards it, it's something you've desired and something is happening that are bringing in. And that's that very Iranian energy bringing in a massive opportunity that gives you the windfall of what it is you've been working for. So this is confirmation that new beginnings are on the horizon, that you are on the right path and that you must stay grounded. But you're about to receive what you've been asking and wanting and desiring. So this is a very beautiful um, crystal and stone for you to look into if that's something that you have been wanting to look into. Right. The next one would be the Vandenite. The Vandenite is a red crystal. OK. And this one is also very root chakra. So it feels like with these two crystals that I'm pulling so far without the two, the ones that come up to me are very much about you beginning to get grounded and being sure on who you are, where you are, what you stand for and putting your foundation in order. This particular crystal is about you writing it out, journaling, um, communicating it with yourself, writing, releasing is a big form of manifestation more. And so it's a big form of being able to hold yourself accountable, but visualizing what it is that you're saying and needing and wanting and calling in and letting go of. So this is something that is very important. You're needing to write it out. This is a reminder to you to write it out. This is a reminder to put it in pen to paper, pencil to paper. This is something that is required. And this stone is a, it will help you to navigate the words. It'll help you to get it out. It'll help you to put yourself in a space where you're able to just communicate it thoroughly for yourself. And that is a form of therapy. That is a form of release. And that's also confirmation for yourself. Again, that crystal is called the Vandenite. And um, let me start by spelling. The Labradorite is L-A-B-R-A-D-O-R-I-T-E. The Vandenite is V-A-N-A-D-I-N-I-T-E. Okay. The next stone. The next stone would be Quantum Quattro. Now, this is a blue um, aqua looking stone. It does um, remind me of Neptune. OK, maybe it's the color. I don't know. It's, you know, Neptune is a planet that is about spirituality. It is also about um it can unveil deception. It can un unveil illusions. It can be in this very mystical type of energy, right? It, it loves, it's very Piscean. So it's very much so very spiritually depth. It's sensuality. It's just this infinite inner water that is filled with ocean, but 
it's unclear, right? It's not, you can't just say what it is and you can't just express what you're feeling. It's just very uh, whimsical in a way. The quantum quattro crystal or stone is a stone that is for people who are naturally empathetic and are considered quote unquote, another word that has been diluted is a healer, right? I do not believe a person can heal you. I'll, let me say that, okay? People have healing spirits. Um, we have abilities to connect to each other in a way that brings confirmation in certain ways that is a vessel that pours into you to assist you on your own healing journeys. But an individual is not able to heal you. So there's no healer. Um, we all have capabilities within ourselves that sometimes are used as vessels to help others on their own personal journeys. And that energy can feel very healing. That uh, presence can feel very healing, but no person can just heal you. Okay. Um, through study, through uh, practicing, through different um, beliefs or whatever, you're able to connect to people and you're able to create this space of healing that is uh, still it's a momentary thing it's nothing that a person can do to heal anyone it's steps that you take it's a process it is connection it is spirituality it's all of those things but ultimately it is not a individual job it is not an individual thing that someone else can do for you it's very personal it's very sacred but you have people who are anchors while you're on your journeys right now this particular stone is a powerful powerful crystal and powerful stone that is here to help you see the capabilities that you may have to assist one on their personal journey of healing or spirituality or identifying different parts of themselves that are needing to be healed for some people they love to work with herbs um, I've studied Ayurveda for years right and it actually assisted me different herbs, different um, things helped me when it was time for me to work on myself through um, healing myself from COVID and making sure my immune system stays a certain way. There are certain different herbs that do different things and learning and understanding um, different herbs and their purposes and understanding that preventative is the key but also understanding how to help one recover once they've in encountered something that has uh, caused their internal defense to be low. So all of these different things are a part of a healing type of energy. It is all very spiritual. It's all very much so um, depth field. Okay, so this particular stone and crystal will help you to understand that either someone is in your life that you are that anchor for or help you to connect to someone that is in your life that you're needing to get that help from. Either way, it's a confirmation that this is needed and understanding the part you play in it is the key. In this particular stone rules the third eye, the throat and the heart. 
because in order to deal with anything when it comes to healing and it comes to um, spirituality in general, there has to be a sense of heart, empathy, compassion, deep, deep, deep love and care for the spirit. And you have to be able to communicate that not always verbally, but you're going to have to be able to communicate that in a way that assists you in the flow of that in the navigating and the purging and all that comes with that. So this particular stone assists with that, but also the third eye being able to see things in a way that is not surface. You can't you have to be able to look deeper and you also have to be able to arrive to a space of consciousness. Consciousness that supersedes the physical and the surface mind. And so this stone helps you dig deeper in that very Neptunian, like I said, very Neptunian energy with this particular crystal and stone. But it is very powerful when it comes to helping one navigate through different traumas, different things that you may be dealing with or going through. This is a good stone for that. And the last stone would be the Mukalite Jasper. Mukalite Jasper, Jasper is a reddish with a little bit of seen, like a citron orangey color inside it and clear quartz. So this particular stone rules the solar plexus, a lot of root and solar energy, right? It, it helps you to connect to the vibrancy of yourself and it helps you tap into that excitement, that joy, very Leo like energy, like summertime, just happy, just that inner joy that is so minute in ways. It's keeping you in that. It's allowing you to enjoy the pleasures of life, allowing you to be free flowing, very uh, free spirited and open to the opportunities of bliss and happiness and all of those things. This stone helps support that type of it helps support that type of energy. So very childlike, you know, just happy for no reason, just happy. This is the energy that this particular stone supports. So um, this one, uh, quantum quattro is spelled Q-U-A-N-T-U-M quattro Q-U-A-T-T-R-O. And the Mookalite Jasper is M-O-O-K-A-L-I-T-E. Jasper is J-A-S-P-E-R. Okay. Now, y'all know I have to give you guys some flowers and some animal totems. And today, the only animal that came to be was one. And it's so funny because I typically love me a good animal right but this is a sparrow and the sparrow is a bird and it signifies productivity so you may not see these birds often but you can feel the energy of them but this is showing how you are in a space of receiving a reward for the work that you put in how you have been very productive in staying on the journey staying on whatever path you're on and really really stepping into um, the depths of what is your goal. And so this is working in a natural space. You're protecting yourself. You're very aware of your surroundings, but you're very productive. You're not allowing what's happening externally to change 
to shift, to distract, to distract or destroy the idea and the vision that you have for yourself. So this is a solid reminder that the hard work you're bringing is bringing success to whatever it is that you are connected with. Remember, you're the soil, the fertile soil. So wherever you're standing, whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing is being laid down as seed. So this is very beautiful. Also, this is just a reminder that working together with whomever, whatever you're working in, this is for a reason. You're not doing it by yourself. If this is in relationships, the work that you're putting into your relationship is going to pay off. If this is in a job, the work that you're putting in is going to pay off. Whether it be with that company or not, doesn't matter. It's the fact that it'll be a reward in it for the work that you put into it. So that's really beautiful. And that's really um, something that is necessary, especially in today's time. The next flower that I have is the rose. A rose I know people like to get roses for like holidays or birthdays or things like that. I'm not a rose person. I'm more of a tulip person. But roses are very beautiful because they signify divinity in love. Right. It's a a rose isn't just for um, Valentine. Right. A rose signifies healing of emotional grief and wounds. It's a uh, love. It's opening up a branch of love, an opportunity of love, showing a divinity of the love that you have for someone, allowing yourself to be open to it. That is what the love signifies. I mean, that's what the rose signifies. So if you're in a relationship or if you're in a partnership of any kind and you are needing to express your love for this person or you're wanting to or you're wanting to, um, just share an open space with a person that you care about. And you want to express that roses are very good for that single roses, dozen roses, whatever. It's just something that really shows that you have a capacity to give and receive the love that you're wanting. I know a lot of people don't really understand the dynamic of the meaning behind the flowers that they choose. But once you re once you understand that there is a meaning behind the flowers that you're choosing, then you'll be able to be more intentional in what you choose to purchase and what you choose to give because that is an energy and that is an expression and it goes beyond the commercialization of whatever the flowers may be okay so if you're interested in researching more about roses and the significance and then what the different color roses signify then that would be something that would be very very beautiful for you to tap into especially with all of the shifts that are happening currently now the next flower that i have for you guys is the flower of emotional balance okay this is the delia and the Dahlia is a very pretty flower. Um, I, again, not one of my favorites, but it signifies something that is my favorite, right? I'm all about emotional balance. I'm all about um, being able to communicate in a way that is emotionally intelligent. These are what the Dahlia provides to you, a reminder of how to operate in a sense of grace, even with your emotions, how to hone in on your self-worth and your dedication and your value and your love. Um, 
releasing the expectations, releasing the emotions that you have based on what's on the media, what's in society, what's in your workplace. Dahlia is a very freeing energy of that. It doesn't give you emotional balance. It helps you navigate through so that you can obtain the emotional balance. And so it's very beautiful. It's igniting a sense of expression in you that is helping you un understand and identify your self-worth. And so this is a very beautiful space for people to get in when they're trying to find and find that space where they're able to just navigate through the emotional barriers of the world. And you're just needing to be reminded of who you are, where you are and what matters the most to you, which is you. Right. First and foremost, the last flower that I have. Yes. Another flower is the cherry blossom. The cherry blossom is all about inspiration. This flower is going to signify a sense of awareness of what you're thinking, what you're feeling, why you're not inspired, why you're not feeling encouraged, what is happening around you that has absorbed your energy to the point to where you can't see good in anything. This is a flower that reminds you that there's something brighter. There's something always light in the midst of the darkness. You just have to be able to see it. You have to be able to find it. It helps you navigate that spirit of peace and joy and cheerfulness. You know, allow your body to seek and, and actually navigate to the sunny side of the world, right? Very childlike energy again. So this is redefining and rediscovering the sense of innocence that brings beautiful things all around you, you know, releasing you from moodiness and lethargy and negativity and all the drama is helping you to connect deeper to the peace and the joy and the excitement within, right? And that where you find that no matter where you are and what's around. So those are the flowers. Those are some things that will help you into navigating as we're getting closer to this new moon in Leo. And hopefully this assists you as well um, with the message that I have for you guys so that you can help navigate through whatever is happening coming forward. Right. OK, so as far as the overall energy for today of what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling, this momentum is picking up. There's something very um, Venetian about the energy. And it could be because we have Uranus getting ready to go into, um, well, Uranus is in Taurus already, but it's retrograde. It'll be retrograding um, sometime this month. And so, but it feels like there's just a lot of Venetian. When I say Venetian, I don't mean just love. I mean that there is a lot of, transformation that is happening internally and it is ripple affecting externally it's almost like when you're going through this process there's this expansion in this idea of what you want what you need and you're not willing to settle anymore but more importantly you're not in a space where you have a capacity to tolerate set settling anymore, be it from yourself or any of the people that are around you. It feels very much so like a massive transformation is taking place that is going to affect everything you have been allowing yourself to be a part of. 
if it is in a relationship, it's being able to communicate the things that you like, the things that you need, the things that have caused you to feel away so that you can move beyond it. It's almost like tired, being tired of holding on to something or holding on to these things or holding on to these people, hanging on to something that just no longer works for you, even though it hadn't been working for a while now. If this is coming into yourself in a way that allows you the freedom to just be who you are, where you are, it's owning that. And it feels good, but it does very much so um, surround aspects of your home, your life, when it comes to relationships, friendships, your assets, when it comes to finances, how you view your finances, your relationship with money, how you have been preventing yourself from evolving ways that you've been wasteful ways that you have been toxic ways that you have been allowing yourself to be manipulated by whatever it is if it's being in a relationship with somebody because of finances if it's being with someone because the aesthetic looks good if it's allowing yourself to stay at a company because it is a fortune 500 company or it's a company that um has such rave reviews, but you're miserable there. It's choosing to walk away from a career that just doesn't work. It's just not worth it. And understanding that that's okay, that it is not for you. I think a lot of times we go through life and we go through these things where we feel like we have to stay somewhere. We have to stay in a situation. We have to stay in this same group of friends, the same because you feel like it is what is expected to you. And subconsciously you become a doormat in those situations when it comes to just tugging along and just doing what you need to do because that's what everyone is doing all the while you are miserable you're not happy you're losing peace you're you're filled with drama all of these things that's unnecessary because you just have to make a decision and a choice to not go along to get along anymore and so with this particular um with us going through this process and us dealing with what we're dealing with and going through all of these transitions in life, you're realizing that there is a deep wound that has developed in you over time that has caused you to trauma bond. And a lot of times when people get in relationships or get into friendships, they think that it's because we have a connection or a chemistry. But I need people to really understand that being connected to someone does not mean that that is a Uh, That is something that you have to allow yourself to remain bonded to having a chemical attraction, a chemical reaction to something and someone is not enough to sustain the foundation of anything. So you're going to have to choose and understand the identification as to why I allow myself to be in these situations. Why am I allowing myself to stay placed in a space that does not value me, that does not honor me, that does not uphold me and hold me accountable? Who wants? I think people are very comfortable being around yes people because being around yes people means that we all have something in common. We all think the same. We are the same. We look the same. We dress the same. We like the same things. But if that is everyone around you, then you're selling yourself short. And so are they, because everyone in your group, everyone in your circle, everyone in your perimeter should not be the same. There shouldn't be everyone thinking the same and looking the same and dressing the same and liking the same things. There should always be a mixture of 
But the most important thing is making sure the balance is there. The foundation is what you should be bonding on. The foundation, our morals, our characters, what we believe in, what we desire to do, who we are at the root is what should connect us to people. But what I've noticed in generations um, lately and also in some of my generation is the the relinquishing of individuality to belong to a group of whatever. It doesn't even matter if it's something you like. It doesn't even matter if it's really something that you need or it's good for you or not. It's just to belong. And that's so sad because in every space that you're in, you should be bringing some type of value. You should be an asset and you should be poured into just as much as you're pouring out. If you are the only of anything it isn't a good thing. And so it's important to understand that everyone has their own niche and everyone has their own gifts and everyone has their own purpose. And that is OK to be different because that makes you an individual, an individual. Right. And individuality is what helps force move things forward. However, if everyone is in this space of groupthink. And no one is able to really step outside of what is considered normal. Then how are you growing? How are you evolving? And how are you becoming a better person going forward? And so with this particular new moon, it's like a realization of the sacrifices that you've made consciously and subconsciously just to be in a space with people or with entities that just don't even really value the essence of who you are, or what you bring. And so that is creating this tension and this tension is a boiling point and it is not one that has to be responded to with anger. It is just one that needs to be addressed. Being clear on who you are. And again, this is a wound. This is that Chiron energy. This is that digging deep within yourself to figure out what it is that has drawn you to these people in these spaces and these um, habits. A lot of this isn't people. A lot of this is just habits, self-inflicted habits, addiction, addiction to being seen, addicted to being in the presence of who you view as somebody of importance, you know, being the loudest, being the boldest, being the most extreme, being the most flamboyant, being the one that always has to be the center of attention, very Leo energy. But this is a vibration. This is a lower vibration of a Leo energy. This is that insecure um, showing out as I'm confident, but internally I'm Simba. So this is that space of having to really identify with yourself and really talk to the inner you in a way that is not just berating, but nurturing also, but also being able to chastise yourself and, and call yourself to the mat. You know, there, there's this this inability to see beyond the work that we've done and the things that we've done to ourselves because we always feel someone else is the culprit. But what do you do when the culprit is you? And that is what this particular energy is bringing out is understanding that the healing that I thought I, I was giving is what I need. The love that I thought I was giving is what I need. The appreciation, the care and the 
loyalty that I thought I was getting is what I is what I was given is what I need. The sacrifices that I was making is not what I did for myself, but it was because of a need. It was because I felt like if I did it, then others would do it for me. But you never communicated the needs. And that is where the disconnect becomes. You're disconnected from your own truth. How can you expect someone else to understand what that truth is? You have to be able to say what it is you need, what it is you want and what it is you really desire on a heart level. And so I feel as though when we're going through this massive transformation, there's this space that's having you address different parts, the parts that have caused you to overcompensate, the parts that have caused you to overcompromise, the parts of you that have caused you to constantly overspend just to be in circles and just to be in groups and just to be out because you don't want to be left behind the whole time, leaving parts of yourself behind just to fit in. And so this is the space where you are having to answer the call of your own soul. This is where you're having to not just call yourself to the mat, but address you and lead you out accordingly. This is where you cannot run from yourself anymore because jeopardizing your future is just no longer an option. That's that I'm not settling for this anymore. Not that you're not settling for a person, but you're settling internally because you're not able to stand up for yourself. You're not willing to do the work because it's too much. It's too heavy. And it means I'll be isolated. But you're willing to sacrifice that at the cost of what? This is understanding that regardless to where you are on the journey, Anyone who is supposed to be in your space will be there. Anyone that is supposed to be a spiritual uh, connector to you will be. Anybody who is supposed to be pouring into you will do so. This is you breaking the chains and breaking the internal patterns of neglecting thyself to benefit others only for them to run empty and come back. In the meantime, you have no time to do it for yourself. This is breaking those change, rewriting the future, rewriting your path, understanding that if I choose me, I win. If I decide I want this, I win. If I stand up for myself, I win. If I voice my opinion, I win. If I stand up and stand true and stay authentic, I win. That is the energy that is building the momentum. It's understanding that you do not ever lose when you choose yourself. And choosing yourself is always a gold mine. Because once you choose yourself, anything else that you allow yourself to be in the midst of also chooses you. And in return, you choose it. That is where this healing energy is needed. This is where this healing space is needed. And, and so many people are like, oh, my God, I just can't do it. But you're already doing it. You're already on the path. That's why it's coming up. Running back and retreating within doesn't take away the fact that you're on the path already. What you do now that you are aware that you're on the path is what matters. And if you choose to not follow through for the sake of yourself, you lose. And no one is going to call you out on that because that's what you've been doing anyway. 
So no one's going to care that you sacrifice yourself. No one's going to care that you don't talk um, and speak up for yourself. No one's going to care that you don't choose yourself because you've not done that anyway. So going forward won't be a change in anything other than the fact that you're now aware of the fact that you're self-inflicting trauma on yourself. You're self-inflicting destitution on yourself. You're self-inflicting pain on yourself and misery and unhappiness on yourself. And no one is going to fight you on that. And so you're going into this energy. We're going into this tunnel in this space in this massive amount of change and shifts and an abruption of all kind of things happening externally. And we must remember that Jupiter is the planet of expansion. And with Jupiter recently going into Aquarius and it is in retrograde, it is going to revisit not only patterns that and things that have happened externally since December of 2020, but also things and ways and spaces where you've been inconsistent and in, in, in lacking innovation within yourself. So places where you should have changed, you didn't. Oh, we're going to revisit that places where you should have taken a stand for yourself. Oh, you didn't. Oh, we're going to we're going to revisit that and understand the concept of this is Aquarian energy is not emotional. It is emotionally intelligent, but it is not emotional. It doesn't operate out of emotions. It pours the emotion into the into the whale, right? It's pouring the water into the well. That's why the Aquarian is the water barrier. It bears the water. It pours it out after it processes it intellectually. It transmutes it into the water, into the emotion, into the sea. That is what it does. So you're not going to be feeling anything. You're going to think it. So this shows me that there is an expansion of how you're seeing things, how you're feeling about things intellectually, how you're processing things, how you're communicating things. Aquarian is a very, very, very auspicious, innovative, genius, detached emotionally, yet emotionally intelligent at the same time type of energy. So it sees things beyond. It's all about humanity. It's all about the bigger picture, but it's also about self. Self-perseverance, self-protection, self-providing, being self-efficient. That is what Aquarian energy is because it is normally a bi- by itself. It is a loner. Right. It's a natural energy of of being outside of what it is trying to fix or what it is trying to innovate. So this shows me you're detaching yourself emotionally or if you're not, you're going to need to so that you're able to intellectualize what you need to do going forward so that you can make the changes. It doesn't mean that you don't feel it. It doesn't mean that you're not emotionally aware. You are. But the response that you give is based on logic, not just your emotions. There are a lot of people who just are not capable of being emotionally intelligent and emotionally astute at the same time. There is a limit. But when you can 
become emotionally intelligent and aware of what you feel, but able to process it in an intellectual way that comes out practically, that is where you reach gold. And that is the energy this is pushing to you. This ability to love, but yet love myself more. This ability to care, but care about myself more. The idealistic approach to transforming everything and everyone you're connected to. That is what this is about. Being able to connect spiritually, being able to be on this quest of freedom and travel and open mindedness and inner dwelling all at the same time of being intimate with what it is that you care about. All of these things are very Venetian and it's the duality of it. And it takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of being able to be honest with yourself and standing up for yourself and being truthful because at the same time you're having to battle the world, you're battling yourself all while producing and standing up and being courageous at the same time. This is about standing in your power, the inner power, being patient with the process and understanding that it's unfolding. It isn't happening exactly the way you want it to happen. It's not going to unfold when you want it to unfold, but it will. And everything that you want may not be already, you know, harvested the way that you would desire, but it's coming. But you have to be able to get beyond the pain and the disappointment and the anxiety and the fear of what someone's going to think, what someone's going to say, how someone else is going to feel about what you are doing to solidify your future, obtaining clarity, getting clarity so that you can go towards everything you want. Embarking on a journey that's going to be fruitful, not just for you, but for everything that you're connected to, because that's very Aquarian energy. Also, I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it as an individual, but I'm doing it for the greater good of all. That is the energy you're putting in. Yes, I'm being selfish in the moment. Yes, I'm choosing myself in the moment, but it's for the greater good of all. Right. That is where you're having to say that and know that and believe that and operate out of it since otherwise you'll continue to be taken advantage of and miss out on every opportunity that is on its way to you. Standing in your authority, being able to say no to things, even when challenges arrive, being able to walk away from things, even when challenges arrive, even when it's something you typically would have done. But if it does not give you what you need and it's not pouring into you the way it's supposed to and it's not really investing in the betterment of who you are becoming why do you continue to do it why and yes this is not easy and yes this is isolating especially at a time when the sun is bright and everyone's outside but you're gonna have to go within you're gonna need to go within you're going to need to go within and do a study of self, do a reevaluation of self, a reestablishing of boundaries within yourself, renegotiating and understanding the truth of self. And that is going to have to be done in isolation. That's going to have to be done. And that's going to take a lot of power. That's going to take a lot of strength. That's going to take a lot of you standing up and being a leader for yourself. This is going to take a lot of comparison and contrast and pros and cons and really sitting down and writing it out and figuring it out and praying it away and fasting and doing everything that you're needing to do so that you can solidify where it is you're going because you have to do that. You're going to need to do that. And then once you do that, you're able to take the leap. You're able to jump out there. You're able to take the risk. You're able to stand out and you're able to be yourself 
freely without feeling like people are watching you, talking about you, judging you. You're not even going to care anymore because of the confidence that's built within the understanding of who I am within the understanding of why I need to be in this energy so that I can survive from within. Because if not, I will be continuously on this roller coaster and constantly left behind and constantly bitter and resentful because I'm not at peace. This is following your dreams, being confident that no matter what it looks like, it's going to work out. Persevering through the transformations, through the trauma, through the fear, through everything and being OK with it because it's getting you what you really want, which is true happiness, healing, recovery, moving beyond the fact of what I've lost or what I feel came up against me and the disappointments, walking away from all of that, understanding that it doesn't matter. I'm planning a future. Not only am I planning a future, I'm walking towards it. I'm working towards it. I'm no longer in a shell, afraid to be me, afraid to speak my truth, afraid to walk in my power, no longer walking out of all of that so that I can be everything I am with a pure heart an open mind and a spirit that is ready and willing to not only give love, but receive it too, and flourish in the process. Being able to be friends with people who really, really, really mean you good. Being able to be around people who are like minded and really care about you and really are invested in the future of you. Really want to see you win, even when your winning doesn't benefit them. Even though it does. But they don't care. They just want you happy. They want to see you smile for real, for real this time. And being able to stand in your truth with that, being able to communicate that, being able to know, you know what? I don't have to be afraid of losing anything or anyone around me because I am the fertile soil. And because I'm the fertile soil, everywhere I go grows. Everywhere I go flourishes. Everywhere I am is where I've won. And I'm going to stay there. And I'm going to stay there. Being solid. Walking away from mediocre, walking away from anything that brings you any type of question, right? I got to question my beliefs. I got to question who you are. I got to question this commitment. I got to question what, why I'm pretending to be happy. I got to question this job. I got to question the money that I'm making and the wealth that you bring in or lack of. I got to question my purpose. I got to question if I'm able to really be who I think I am. I'm questioning everything. What I'm going to do is remove everything that I'm questioning so that I can really be truthful and solid with what it is that I really, really, really am. And then I'm going to get solid on my on my core values. Once I get solid on my core values, it's over. Right. That's the energy. Once I get solid on my core values, it's over for them, period. That's the energy you have to bring. Like I know me so much and so well that nothing is going to be able to deter me from the path that I know I'm headed for. Even if I'm walking by myself at first, eventually you're going to see me win. And that's the energy that you have to be in because that's the energy that manifests everything that you really want. That's the energy that creates the abundance and the peace and the joy and the happiness and the fulfillment that you want. It doesn't mean that it's easy, nor does it mean that it won't come without its own battle of fight because it will. 
every it's nothing is going to be without its battle, of course. But choosing your battles is gold. And when you choose your battles and you understand I'm not fighting against divine time and I'm not fighting against what's mine. I'm not fighting you to get what's mine because what's mine is on its way. What's mine is already in my hands. What's mine is mine. You can't take it. It's not yours. Once you understand that and truly operate in that space of knowing that and really believe that, then there is nothing that anything can do. Anyone or anything can do to change the trajectory of the path that you're on. You're not questioning what, why you're passionate. You're not questioning what your goals are, your thoughts and your adventures. You're not questioning it. I don't need to question what I know. And I'm releasing the burdens of anyone questioning me about it. I'm, I'm releasing the burdens of people second guessing my capabilities. I'm releasing the burdens of fearing what you're going to think about me for choosing where it is I'm going next. So therefore, this allows you to walk away from the lack of communication. Stop downplaying your feelings. Stop downplaying what you know. Stop downplaying what you are wanting and face the challenges head on. When you face the challenges head on and you're honest about what those challenges are, you're able to identify what the baggage is. I'm able to identify who got my back and who doesn't. I'm able to identify who's a bit, who's a burden and who isn't. I'm able to identify every sink 444 on the clock. I'm able to identify every single space that I'm in and know if I belong there or not. I don't have to ask you. I don't have to question. And you get this from being prayed up. You get this from being spiritually grounded. You get this from a self-assurance of knowing who I am. You get this for spending time with yourself. You get this for stop from not being afraid of starting over. Starting over is a gift. Period. Understanding that being honest with yourself is the key to your independence. Being true to yourself is the key to independence. Being open. Being open. Having a fire about yourself. With that comes emotional intelligence you've never seen before. Being able to really walk in your truth, stand in your truth. Owning your emotional, empathetic self. Owning your intellectual capabilities owning who you are, all different parts of yourself, nobody can mess with something like that. Nobody. Because you know. You know. And everything you know, you don't share. Being emotionally intelligent and intellectually astute also means being able to understand what needs to be shared and what doesn't. What needs to be open to the public and what doesn't. Who needs to be involved and who doesn't. Who needs to be aware and who doesn't knowing that and operating out of that energy gives you a sense of pride, confidence, awareness and understanding that you have not even began to understand. Because you have an undying love and capability for yourself, and that means you can love others more. You can dig deep and care more for other people. You can rebuild a relationship you thought had no opportunity of going forward. But because it started within. It started within. We weren't moving forward because I wasn't ready. These false flyers, these false fires, you know, it was hot, then it's cold, then it's hot, it was cold. It was because I wasn't ready. 
I didn't understand the love. I didn't know what the love was. I didn't know how to give it. I didn't know how to receive it. I wasn't ready for it. But because you are now nurturing yourself, you're protecting yourself, you're covering yourself, you're praying for yourself. You are taking care of yourself internally out. Now you're able to receive your vault can be open now. It wasn't before because you weren't ready. You weren't ready. Now you can move forward. Now you can give birth to what it is you've been working on. Now what you've asked for can come into fruition. Now what you've been working for can come into fruition. Now what you've prayed and fasted for and cried for and stayed up late at night for can come into fruition because now you're ready. You're no longer holding yourself back. You're no longer preventing yourself from receiving. You're no longer being stagnant in your thoughts. You're no longer holding yourself back from the progress because of the fear. You're letting it go and the fire in you has built. And now you're ready. Now you're ready. And a sense of knowing and a sense of awareness and a sense of openness is what brings this vibration to you and attracts people to you. It attracts opportunities. It attracts abundance. It attracts healing. It attracts everything. And in return, your money grows. Your, your company grows. Your foundation grows. Your relationship grows. Your children begin to evolve. Everyone begins to be at peace. Everyone has a sense of understanding. Everyone is at this higher level of consciousness and understanding of thyself and understanding of the aura that you bring. And they're accepting because now they understand that they too can do it just like you did. They too can be on this page where they can rebuild and they can own up to what it is that they want and they can address the issues within. And if there are children involved, the younger children can see it from a young age up and they don't have to go through what you went through to get to where you're going now. That's a generational breaking curse. That is how you break some type of habit. A real, real, real work that you are doing on yourself is what shows other people that they too can do it. And if you do it long enough, they won't even have to go down the path that you did to get there. So as we're going into this week and you're going into this week and you're going through these transits and you're feeling these things happening and you're understanding that everything moves because of me. Everything. I'm the soil. So whatever I allow myself to be stirred up by, that's a seed. Everything that I allow myself to be provoked by, that's a seed. Everything that I allow myself to be distracted by, that's a seed. Everything that I allow myself to be annoyed by is a seed. I don't want those seeds in my soil. Therefore, you don't get no energy from me. I, I can't give you any space in my garden. So you don't get no energy from me. That's the energy you have to be able to move through. That's the energy you got to walk in. When people try to, people will trigger you, especially while you're on your, your, your growth. Okay. Listen, it is, it, it's a journey, but you got it. You have it. No one can take that from you. Nobody. Your blessings are on their way. The financial breakthroughs are on the way. The relationship is on its way. The healing, the recovery, the peace is on its way. You are in route to it. Stay focused. Keep doing the work. Keep pushing forward. Keep allowing yourself to be present. Keep walking in your truth. Keep operating in your truth. It's coming. Soon.
it's coming. Okay? All right. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your love. Thank you so much for your your support. Thank you for allowing me to be used as a vessel. Thank you so very much for being open and being on this journey of evolution. And thank you so much for believing in yourself. Okay? I love you guys. Until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.